Alcohol has been consumed by humans for various purposes throughout history, including social, cultural, religious reasons. However, it's important to note, and we talked about in this in the previous episode, that excessive or irresponsible alcohol consumption can have detrimental effects on your physical health, your mental health, your well-being, your societal functioning. It can definitely play a role in how effective you are in business and how much money you make. So we are going to talk about in today's episode about different resources that would be helpful if you are someone who is either struggling with alcohol, maybe you just don't want to drink anymore and you don't know where to start. You don't know how to start. Or maybe if you know someone else who is struggling that is close to you in your life. We're going to talk about some resources that were helpful for me in my life throughout the years and journey with alcohol. It's a journey. It continues. And I'm always having to use my tools and resources that I have learned over the years to make sure that at the end of the day, I am operating in true freedom, which is my true identity in Christ. Through him, with him, walking and being led by the Holy Spirit, is going to be your number one resource, but we're going to talk about some others in this episode as well. All right, let's go. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Emmy Cornwell, Instagram biz coach and social selling expert. Welcome to the Hey, Hey, Emmy show. This is a podcast where we talk about all things that will be helpful for you and your business. Everything from Instagram tips and tricks to health hacks to relationships and definitely some Jesus. Basically, everything in between Proverbs 31 and Tupac. I am so excited to party with you in each and every episode because ain't no party like a Hey Hey Emmy party. Can I get an amen? All right, let's get into it, sister. Hey, hey, what's going on? How are you, sister girl? This is Emmy Cornwell. I'm your host. Okay, did you listen to the last episode? If you did, Thank you. Again, hopefully that was something that blessed you. Maybe you learned something. Maybe something was a key, like I said, to unlocking something in your story. Maybe something prompted you to take an action step towards a direction that would be more healthy for you in your life. Um, you know, so thank you. Thank you for listening. If you haven't listened to the last episode, go back and listen to it. Okay. We talked about in regards to alcohol like freedom. Because if you are drinking and consumed by alcohol consumption, it's not crazy, consumed by alcohol consumption, then you most likely aren't successful in your business. You're most likely not cashing in on the gram. You're most likely not making that money, honey. And at the end of the day, that's really, you know, a big part of this podcast is helping you increase your bank account so that you can go have a big impact in this world. Because the more the more good people make good money, more great things that are going to happen in this world. And we need more of that. And you are not going to do that intoxicated or hungover. So with that being said, it's a disease. It's um, poison. It's a problem. And usually we need help. It's usually not something, again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm not, you know, 
um, a psychologist, but overcoming something and finding true freedom from alcohol, usually you need to partner with someone. Now, first and foremost, that someone is Christ. And that is my number one resource for you is that you are not going to be able to do this alone. And who better to help you than your creator? He's not angry with you. He's not mad at you. He's not disappointed in you. He isn't going to call you a name. He isn't going to say, man, you really blew it. Okay. He's not going to lay on the shame and the guilt. That's the enemy. All those, if you're feeling all of those things, you're, you're being lied to and, and whispered to by the enemy. It's actually probably really loud. It's not a whisper. And those are the things that will keep you stuck. Those are the things that will keep you in bondage. And I don't want that for you. And neither does Christ. So no matter how bad you think you effed up, screwed up, messed up, how far gone you are, you're not. You're never too far gone for the grace of God and for his mercy and his love. He loves you. He wants the best for you. Even if you're a parent of kids, like, you know, I guess of a dog, you could be a dog parent too, but of kids, you understand the concept of unconditional love. And that is what God gives. And so in regards to alcohol, if you do not have a relationship with Christ, can you stop drinking or can you find victory? Absolutely. In the last episode, I told you, like, you can modify any type of behavior. I mean, just look at people with 75 heart. You know what that is? That's a behavior modification program to help people get in better habits. And that's great. And one of the habits that they do, by the way, BT Dub, is not drink any alcohol. Because alcohol is bad for you. Bad for your body. It's bad for your mind. It's bad for your soul. It's bad for your spirit. Remember, I'm not pointing any fingers because I still partake. I do not partake often. If anything, it's like once a month, really, (laughs) to be honest with you, if that, like, it is so sparing anymore. It's almost like, why do I continue to do it? That's a question that I ask because I don't ever, I've never really like identified with the term sober. I think even that has like such bad connotations or when I was in recovery and I remember I went to a ministry night actually led by our pastor ended up marrying us, Pastor Clyde. He he had it was the first time I'd ever met him. And you don't meet like before this ministry night, like you're not there mingling like and he didn't like ask you questions and you didn't sell out of paperwork before. And we started prophesying and he asked, he did ask during the like prophecy when he was hearing from God, like He's, he's like, oh, do you work or something? And I said, no, I can't. I'm in recovery. And he's like, no, you're like, that's a word curse. That is an identity that you're wearing that's not given to, to you by God. God did not call you an alcoholic. And this is one of the reasons why when I was in AA, and I think AA has helped a lot of people because it provides structure and it provides behavior modification. But at the end of the day, there are tons and tons of people that relapse who go to AA Because also, not only is it only based on behavior modification, it also is based on you having a sponsor and humans will always fail you. Humans will always disappoint you. You know who will never disappoint you, who know who will never fail you is God. So as much as AA has helped people, it also is not your savior. 
It is not going to save you from the struggles of alcoholism or struggles of alcohol and drinking. And so I never, because like an A, they're like, hi, my name is so-and-so and and I'm an alcoholic. I never said that because you know what people are doing? They're reinforcing and the enemy loves it. They're reinforcing a fake, a false identity. Again, that God did not call them. God does not call people alcoholics. He did not, that is not made in his DNA. He didn't say, oh, yep, there's going to be some alcoholics here. No. So that's another reason why I go back and forth. I'm like, okay, this is not of God. This is not, I'm not sinning because I'm drinking, right? In the Bible, it's like, drink and be merry, yada, yada. But also says, don't be like drunk and like a glutton, also food and stuff. I'm like, why am I even doing this? Like, is this going to like even be a thing in heaven? No. So why am I letting my flesh win here? Another, you know, just thought of mine. But first and foremost, seek a relationship with the one who created you. That's going to be your number one resource. The second resource I would say is to get a mentor or a therapist, a counselor. I do believe a professional would benefit you in this area. I believe in counseling. I've gone to counseling my whole adult life. I started, I can't remember if I've ever actually saw counseling when I was young. In my house, we didn't have any trauma like divorce or I didn't have any sexual abuse, thank God, in my family. So I don't think I ever had counseling growing up, but right after college, I did start to have counseling in regards to my hip before I had a hip replacement because I had a lot of, I was the only time I've ever been depressed and oh man, was I depressed and I was also drinking a lot and that is a bad mix, bad, bad mix. That's when I lived in LA and so many, so many bad things could have happened based on my decision. And so I was with a counselor then and she has more sports psychology. She was really great. I, man, I wish I could, I probably did. Actually, no, I think she's in California. I don't know if there's laws and that. Anyways, about like counselors in one state versus the other. Cause Zoom now you can have like telemed. Anyways, that's my second resource for you. Some type of counselor or therapist or mentor that can help you in this area that's framed. Right. Like not don't just like pick a friend and be like, hey, do you want to be accountability partners and not drink for 75 days? <laughs> no. That's not gonna that's not gonna cut it. It's not gonna get to the core. And I would recommend and encourage you to find someone who does have a Christ-centered perspective to align with what God says, who is your counselor. The third resource that I would say, and these are things that were helpful for me, right? I, I would say some type of group that you can be a part of. So what was cool is I actually petitioned during my recovery. I did have to go to AA, but I petitioned for the second kind of AA that I had to go to the week to do it through a Bible study. I was doing Bible study that they counted that as one of my AA checks for the week. And so I actually was in like two to three Bible studies at this time because I had to quit my job. And this is what I was doing um, inpatient recovery. And so I was like, man, I'm just going to throw myself in. It was after I had had done the ministry night with our pastor Clyde. He really rocked my world and like read my mail. That was the first time I'd heard the prophetic. I 
am in love with prophecy and prophetic and what God has to say to encourage people through that, through people who hear from him. I can hear from God too, but there are special giftings that some people have that lean more towards the prophetic. And after that, like, that's when I like just got into God's boot camp, and I was like, okay. So I would encourage you to get into some type of group. Again, that's probably biblically based. And so I would go, I was into one, I would go to my friend's house and it was like women my age that I met through Advocate. And then the second group I would go to was the church that my parents went to and they had a bunch of Bible studies. And I was in one was basically like a bunch of old women. <laughs> they loved me, but it was also really cool because they had a lot of wisdom. And so it was cool to glean off of them in, in the season of life that they were going through and kind of like juxtaposition it against what I was going through. And so that's my third resource for you. Again, these are things that helps me. The fourth is I would read this book besides the Bible, but it's called Codependent No More. I do not know who it's by, but it was a really, really good book. I did a 90-day coaching program with it's like a soul recovery program. And we did a lot of inner child healing type of work with a Christian focus because that was important to me. And she recommended that I read this book. It was part of like her curriculum, if you were. Well, and it changed like everything for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I am codependent or I do have codependency. So even if you're not the person who maybe struggles with alcohol or this is for you Maybe this is for you if someone in your life does. And honestly, that book helped me back then because I felt like I was acting codependent based off my own experiences with alcohol and what I was consuming. And now it helps me in the different close relationships that I have now with those people who are drinking. So it's it's a really good book. It's like deep and a lot, but read that book. So that's my fourth resource. Hmm. What other resources? I think those are the, the main ones, honestly, that I can think of as I'm I'm thinking back to my journey. And then at the end of the day, here's what I want to encourage you with. If you have shame and guilt, which those are like cousins, by the way, they come together usually around any of this, you, you can't do not isolate. Do not isolate because of shame and guilt. You need to tap into some of these resources that I've shared with you. These safe spaces and places that you can then reveal what is going on. Bring it to the light. You know, what you reveal is what can be healed. And if you don't heal in this area, you will not have freedom. You will not have victory. You will be hurt and hurt people hurt people. And you'll continue to go down the same road. You won't make that 180 degree turn back into the direction that God's best is for you because you think you're too far gone because you're too stuck in your shame. And like I said, there is no one who is too far gone for the love of God, for the grace of God, for the mercy of Jesus. That is why he died on the cross was for you and me. And it's going to be okay. Like you will have victory in this area. If that is the desire of your heart, because God wants to give you the desires of your heart, especially 
when it causes you to have an even closer relationship with him. I could not do this life without him. I could not, not, I could not have victory in the area of alcohol. I could not be going through what I'm going through with Cam and all his extras and challenges of being a new mother, plus being a mother of a kid with extra needs. Like literally, I am stronger because of what I've experienced personally with with alcohol. I, I believe it has helped me be a better mother, even though it's only four months, because I know that there is like a big thing about mommy drinking culture and mommy wine culture and like probably an episode that I'll do in the future because that just is sickening to me but I get it because alcohol is not good it can grab a hold of places in your heart that there are holes that's not meant to be filled by that it's meant to be filled by Jesus and his love for you and so um I am so thankful that despite my poor decisions that God rescued me he restored me he restored my thinking. He restored my want and my desire to not live a life that was consumed by poison and alcohol. And he's still working on my heart. He's still opening the door and invitation for me to live whatever is, is his best for me. And if that means not Drake King, well, I still have some room there, clearly. But honestly, I don't, I, I don't know. Like I said, it, it, I still that that's still something I'm like, why do I even do it? Because it's really not that much. I need to find some good recipes for some mocktails, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Because let me tell you, I can have a good time. I do not need to be intoxicated or drunk or wasty face to have a good time. I will dance. I will sing. I will play games. I will be talkative. I will do all the things that you would maybe stereotypical think of someone who was pretty out of their mind drunk i can do that sober a lot of times people are like i have to drink to get like you well you know what luckily i do not and at the end of the day you do not either so sister girl swipe up for in the show notes i will have the name of the book if you do not remember what it is but it's called codependent no more And I'll have the author there too. I actually will provide you the link that you can just click on and you can snag that book up from Amazon. So I'm making it easy for you. Also, if you enjoyed this episode or if you found something that was just super valuable for you, please, please continue the conversation with me over on Instagram. I would, I would just love it. Again, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor, but I can probably relate to a lot of things that potentially that you're experiencing or going through either individually personally or with any spouse or family member or close friend that you have in your life that you're praying for and you're praying freedom in their their life and you're praying for deliverance and for victory in this area so share this in your stories tag me the hey hey emmy on instagram i am just so thankful for you i am praying for you father god thank you so much for each and every person who is listening right now lord you know what they are experiencing personally lord you know that if this is something that they're struggling with, Lord, that I, w- I would just ask that you would continue to pursue them, continue to open the door, continue to invite them into the next step of their journey to take that 180 degree turn back to you, that you have the absolute most best life 
created and designed for them before they were even born. And Lord, that that they would, their heart would soften and that they would see that is the truth, that you do have what's best for them. And it's not found in a bottle and it's not found in anywhere other than you, Lord. I would also ask that you would just give them like an overwhelming sense of grace and peace and love and that shame and guilt would go now in Jesus name, that there would be no condemnation, that, that the love of the father, that Jesus would just like be bigger than anything that they're going through Lord. And that, like I said, there's, there's no enemy or devil in hell that is going to be welcome in this this area of their life or any other areas of that matter, Lord. So I just pray for freedom. I pray for breakthrough. I pray for chains to be broken, for bondages to be busted out of. I just pray that there would be someone, if not multiple people, Lord, that would acknowledge you and would ask for your help, would ask for your strength, your courage, and bravery to make a different decision in their life, a healthier decision so that they can be all that you created to be that they can really, truly have victory and walk in their true identity. We love you so much. We're so thankful that your son died on the cross for us, that we would have a life that you have called us to live, a life of abundance, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Love you lots. See you on the next episode. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the show. Make sure to take a screenshot, share this to your Instagram stories and tag me at Hey Hey Emmy so I can see it and we can keep the convo going. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please write a five-star review on iTunes. Not only will this make me super happy, but it will allow for other peeps to find our show too. Once you do that review, send me a DM on Instagram so I can hook you up with a free audit of your IG bio. The only way you can get that IG bio audit is to do the five-star Apple review. So... Don't forget to write your IG handle on the review so I know it's you. Okay, sister, you know what to do until we hang out together again on the next podcast party. Have the best day ever.